Welcome back to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I'm grateful you are here with me today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. You're not. We are in this together, which is why when I started this podcast, I also started a community space, a place for us to gather, go a little bit deeper, a place where you can show up exactly as you are, be seen, heard, and deeply, deeply loved. Come on by. It's off of social media and it is a beautiful little community space that you can dive into. You can learn more about it on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com, or through the link in the show notes below. Now let's jump in to this week's episode. Oh my goodness, I cannot even believe that I am saying this. But it is my very first Mother's Day. Oh, it feels completely surreal. Dustin and I still look at Emma and can't believe she's ours. We cannot believe she is in our world, that we are a family of three, that this is what our life is like now. It is unbelievable in the most magical and incredible way. And with it being Mother's Day, it is bittersweet because I wish, oh, in my heart of hearts that my own mom was here and that she could have had the opportunity to have met Emma because I just know that she would have loved her up, oh, so much and that she would have spent so much time with her. That is simply how my mom was. I saw it with some of my brother's kids and all she wanted to do was spend time with her grandkids. And it was pretty amazing to watch my own mom become a grandma and form those relationships and those bonds and watch the way that she loved them so fiercely, wanting to do anything and everything with them. And I know that if she was here today, she would be doing the exact same thing with Emma. And that absolutely does leave a bit of a hole in my heart that she never got to meet her, that she didn't get to see me become a mom myself. There is something about seeing your sons become dads for sure. But I think to see your own daughter go through that entire journey of pregnancy and then become a mom, oh, that had to be incredible. And she didn't have that moment in time to be able to do that. But I know in so, so much that she is watching over us that there is a lot of her inside of Emma. And she's with us, you know, every single day. She's a part of the journey. She is here. We have her picture hanging up in Emma's room, and it is actually a photo of her when she was pregnant of me, and it's right above the changing table. And anytime I go in there to change Emma, I always say, this is Grandma June, the one who you have your middle name after. And it's kind of incredible to see a picture of my mom when she was pregnant with me and to have in front of me my very own daughter. What a wild and incredible ride life is. My goodness. 
it's things that happen that you think you know what they're going to be like, but then they actually happen and it's even more than you imagined. And for me, that is motherhood hands down. I have watched my sister-in-laws become moms, my cousins, friends, and you always think you know kind of what the journey's like simply because I have been around kids, I babysat, I have nieces and nephews, but being a mom is so much more. And there is just something inside me that shifted, shifted the instant that I knew I was pregnant and then shifted in an even deeper way when she was born. And it's something that I almost can't explain, but it was as if I became another version of myself. Where, yeah, before I was going through life and doing things and it was amazing, you know, I had the opportunity to go on a lot of different retreats, to meet new people, to take time to dig into my passions. I had the opportunity to really take the time to learn who I was. And that was a complete journey in and of itself and something that is still happening, especially now that I'm a mom. I hosted writing classes. I started a podcast. I created the Soul Circle community. So much happened before this incredible shift in roles. And life was great. I met Dustin. We had a beautiful relationship for years before we decided to have kids. And you know, you think, gosh, I got this. I know who I am. I know what I'm doing in life. And then all of a sudden, there's this tiny little baby in my arms. And I realize, wow, this is different. This is something I have never experienced before. I have held my nieces and nephews when they were teeny tiny babies just born. And it's a beautiful feeling to hold a tiny little baby. But when it's your own, and you know that now you are the provider for this tiny little human. You're the one who has to figure it all out for them until they're able to do it on their own. You have to feed them and change them and bathe them. And when they're crying, 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 you need to kind of know what they're trying to tell you. And as I look at Emma and I watch her grow and develop into her own little self, I realize that the way that I was showing up for myself before, where I did make myself a priority because there didn't have to be another priority. Yes, there was, you know, my relationship with Dustin, work, those things that are still a part of my life. But I could be very autonomous and do my own thing. And when Emma came along, I realized that I still have to hold on to that. Yes, priorities are going to shift. There will not be as much time for myself that I had before. It's not going to be a complete solo Friday night every Friday night. 
there's going to be a little one by my side. But the best thing that I can do is to show her by example. Because that is what I have seen. She learns 100% by watching us. And it is absolutely mind-blowing. Because I never really thought about it much before I had a baby. How do they learn to eat? How do they learn to walk? How do they learn to do anything? And we would have Emma near us while we were eating. And she would just stare at us, looking at our mouth, watching what we were doing. And then she would mimic us and pretend to be chewing like we were chewing. She didn't have anything in her mouth, but she did the motion. And as we started to give her food, she would chew. She would know what to do. And it, it's adorable. It's incredible. They are complete little sponges. And so I know everything that I'm doing. She's watching. She's taking it in. The way that I'm interacting with people in the world, she watches that. She feels the energy that I'm putting out there. And that's also then the energy that she's showing up with. She watches the way that I interact with Dustin, how we are with each other, the lightheartedness, the laughter. And know what? She's always laughing. She's always joyful. Everything she's watching. And so there are definite things that I want to get back to. Movement. Being in my room, taking time to write and sit in quiet. And what I want to do is incorporate her into those things. And that absolutely means that they're not going to look like what I envision them to be. Just this morning, I brought her in with me as I was doing my workout. And yeah, you know, it was not the 100% because there was times where I had to shift her away from something or she was climbing all over me. But there we were doing it together. And she's watching. She sits there looking at me as I'm lifting the weights and kind of trying to process, what is she doing? (laughs) What is happening here? And she's taking it all in. We are the best examples, right? And that isn't only for our children. It is for absolutely everybody else in the world that we encounter. If I think about the way that I show up at work, people see that, they observe it, they feel it. If I were to show up differently, the way things happen and unfold would be very different because they would be reacting to how I'm showing up. Everyone is always observing. Everyone is always feeling what's going on. And it's important to remember that. The energy that you are carrying with you, others are picking it up. They're feeling it. They're taking it in. And based upon that energy is how they react. When we had Emma and we were in the hospital and I was there for a little bit of extra time because I had a C-section, the nurse would come into our room and you can see her physically take a deep breath. And she said to us, I just love coming in here. It's so calm. It's peaceful. She said, I go into some of these other rooms and you just feel the tension. 
and the panic and the stress and the anxiety in the room. And she was telling us exactly what I was just saying, how your little one is going to pick up on that. And that will kind of be the start of how she shows up in the world. And she complimented us on the way that we were calm and, you know, just trying to be present and not panic over any of the little things. Because nothing lasts forever. In the moment, it might feel like it's going to, right? But it doesn't. Life keeps moving. When my mom passed, I thought this incredible, deep darkness that I felt was going to sort of be a rain cloud that followed me wherever I went. If you think about Eeyore in Winnie the Pooh, how he kind of always is sad and I feel like this rain cloud is just following him wherever he goes. I thought that was going to be the rest of my life. That it was going to be hard to find the happy moments. That I would always just be missing my mom, wanting her here. And that pain, oh, when it first happened, was brutal, devastating. I remember even just hearing the news that it was stage four cancer. And it was almost as if I didn't hear it right. I was like, are you, what? What did you say? That can't be possible. There's no way. And then when we did see her scan and saw that the cancer was all over her entire body, it was another moment of like, no, this, this can't be real. I broke down. I could not go back into the room after I saw that because it was too devastating for me. I couldn't face my mom with a brave face. I was heartbroken. And I really thought that heartbreak would be forever. And yes, oh my goodness, the sadness and that little hole in my heart is there for forever. But it doesn't mean that there aren't days that are filled with joy, that there aren't these amazing things that happen in life and I can be happy. I can tell jokes, I can laugh, I can dance. I can enjoy life, even though I might still feel a little bit of that sadness inside. It's not this forever rain cloud. Time passes. The hurt heals a little bit. And you learn how to navigate it. You learn how to deal with it. And it is like the strangest thing because it will come out of nowhere. I will be doing something that has absolutely nothing to do with my mom. And a wash of sadness will rise up. And I don't even know where it came from. <laughs> but I allow myself to be in it in that moment. Because obviously it's something that I need to release. And if I just kept pushing it down and forgetting about it and pretending that it's not there, it would just build up. And that's not needed. And so I give myself that space. And in doing so, the time passes. It's not for forever. And so I really think it's important to just remember that nothing is for forever. 
And that's even the time that we have with our loved ones. We have no idea when that time is going to come to an end. No idea. But what we do know is we have each other right here, right now. And prior to having Emma, I never, I mean, I felt the passage of time. But I feel it so much more intensely now that I see her and watch even just this past 10 months, how much she has grown and changed. It is mind-blowing how that has happened. We were, um, I mean, this is what we do now (laughs) while Dustin and I are hanging out and Emma is sleeping. We just look at pictures of her. And we always both turn to each other and say, can we go wake her up? (laughs) Because we just miss her. But we were looking at photos of her when she was a little baby, and she looks so different. So incredibly different. She was tiny, not too, too tiny, but she was born six pounds, six ounces. And her long, lanky legs and her little skinny arms, and now she's, oh, a little chunker, so cute and healthy and eating and looks so very different from that very first little baby that she was. And you just see, I mean, we're going to be coming up on a year. And where has that time gone? Where has it gone? It's the blink of an eye, the absolute blink of an eye. And being an older mom, I also realize, who knows how much time I have, right? And so really be present. But what I need to definitely work on myself is not only being present with Emma, but with everyone around me. And it is hard because she's so cute. (laughs) And when I come home, I just want to hug her and love her up. But Dustin is also here. I was also away from him for the entire day. And he deserves that same love and attention and affection. And it's just remembering that as well as human beings. It's not just the little babies that need it. We all need that love. We all need that caring and tending to and that joy that somebody feels when they see us. That is beautiful and amazing when someone walks into a room and they're just so happy that you're there, right? And remembering that, remembering to really be present and show up for everyone. And this journey of motherhood, oh my goodness, it's the beginning for me and I have no idea what is in store for the future. And we we have no idea with anything, right? We don't. But I have this incredible newfound appreciation for all of the moms in my life and for my own mother. You think what I'm going through now as a mom, she went through with me and my brothers. And I think as you're older, you don't realize what your mom had done for you when you were so tiny. You know, you remember the times when they helped you learn how to drive a car or when they took you to your sporting events or any of those day-to-day 
things, cooking dinner, things that you remember when you're older. But I think, oh my goodness, what was my mom like as a new mom? What was she like when she had little babies? When her hands were so incredibly full because there was four of us, (laughs) what was she like then? And you almost wish that you could close your eyes and just go back to that moment and be an observer because I would love to see it. Love to see her expression when she was holding me in the hospital, what it was like for her when she brought me home. I do remember my younger brother, Timmy, when he was born. So, gosh, I don't know how many years we have between us, maybe four. And it had to have been more than that because I feel like I was older. But she had taken us before he was born. She took me and my, she took me. Maybe she already picked something out for my brothers, but she took me to Toys R Us and she told me to pick out something for my cousins, saying that it was their birthday. And so I remember picking out Barbie clothes for them. And then when we had gotten to the hospital to meet my little brother when he was born, she gave us each a gift, me and my other two brothers. And for them, it might have been like cars or something that they could play with. But for me, it was just the Barbie clothes. And she's like, oh, my goodness, I forgot to tell you to bring your doll. So you actually had (laughs) something to do with the clothes. But you, as a kid, you're only looking at it from your perspective, right? And I remember being so sad, like, what am I going to do with these clothes now? Here I am just hanging out in the hospital, and all I have is these Barbie clothes. My brothers are over there playing with their things. You know, you just, you feel it through the lens that you're in, in the moment. But looking back now, oh my goodness, she had three of us at home. Another baby on the way. Yeah, totally I can see forgetting to say, bring a doll, (laughs) you know? Because there are so many other things going on. And it is a newfound level of respect and understanding. Because I'm in it now. And I see all the things that I forget, all the things that are slipping through the cracks that I know I need to be tending to and taking care of. And I can't figure it out. I can't manage my time properly. You know, my house is in shambles and there's laundry that has probably been sitting there for a week. Every time I pass it, I keep thinking, does it take everybody two weeks to do their laundry? And then the laundry just is still piled up and we have to do it again. (laughs) Like, I don't know because all the clothes that I did last week, not all because I had to wear some, (laughs) but many of them are still laying on the, on the laundry room table. They need to be put away. They need to be ironed. Something needs to be done with them, but yet the basket is full and I have to begin again. It's, it's a never ending process, right? And I think the one thing that I'm learning the most is be compassionate with myself as a mom as a human, know that this little one is always watching. And so the way that I choose to show up, she's learning from that. And so if I'm being really super hard on myself, she's going to do the same. So how do I want her to show up in this world? And then do that myself. Because I only want the best for her, 
but I should also only want the best for myself. Anything that I'm wanting for her to be kind, to be compassionate, I need to do that. And that is, I think, the most beautiful lesson. And it's really remembering that, yeah, we could tell them things, but the biggest and most influential way that our children learn is through our example, through watching whatever it is that we are doing. And when you're showing up as your kindest self, when even if things are in shambles, you're not stressing about it, you're giving yourself space, you're allowing yourself the moments to to go through all the emotions, they learn to do that too. Oh, I still can't believe I'm a mom. How did this happen? (laughs) I know how it happened, but oh. Wild, really, really wild. Mm. For all of my mama listeners out there, I want you to know that I am sending you so much Mother's Day love. I hope that you are being kind and tender with yourself, knowing that no matter what you're doing, you're doing, you're doing okay. You're doing your best. Let's not pick ourselves apart. Let's not look on social media and think that things need to be another way. No, no, no. You, exactly as you are, is amazing. You are the mom that your kids need. They see you. They love you. You don't have to have your hair perfectly. You don't need to be wearing makeup. They could care less. They just want you there. They just want to... Feel your presence, see your laughter, and know that we're in this together. Come on over to the Soul Circle community and let's walk this journey together, absolutely together. I put myself out there as a new mom because I am trying to find mom friends. How do you find friends as you get older? I don't understand. It's so hard. And so there is this incredible group in my area that is all about mamas and meeting up and they host wonderful events. They have workout classes, they do mom nights out, they do mommy and me things and it's really just an opportunity to get together, meet other moms in the community and know that you do have these people who are going through what you are. You are not alone. And I think that is, especially when you're a mom and a new mom, really, really important because we always feel like we are isolated on an island and we don't know what to do. But there are people that will hold your hand and walk the journey with you. And so I am beyond grateful for this group. And I had been looking at it for a while. I went to one kind of thing to check it out they were doing and this was when Emma was really really super small they were doing a clothing swap where you could pick up any gently used clothes that people had and it was just in a park but there was really not many moms there at the time that I went to interact with because it was a more of a just come and go type of thing and I've been wanting to go to another one of their events but a few things it's been hard 
finding the time with work. And then also the intimidation factor of walking into a room with strangers and chatting with them and putting yourself out there. And so I've always been kind of a little bit intimidated by it. But with it being Mother's Day and knowing that I wanted to do something for myself, I signed up for their mommy and me brunch and I went yesterday and I am so glad that I went simply for the fact that I did something for me. I put myself out there. Even though it was uncomfortable and awkward, it was also beautiful. And I met some great moms, one whom we actually exchanged numbers, which, you know, this is exactly what I'm looking for, to find these people in my community who have little ones like I do. And so that's great. And who knows, you know, and I'm definitely going to go to um, some more of their events, stay engaged with their community and continue to put myself out there. And I know it's really hard, right? to do something new, to be the new person in the room. But I think what we need to remember is that we just got to do it. We got to get past that little fear and that unknown and go for it. Because who knows what can come out of it. So do it. Go for it. All right. Before we wrap up, I would love to pull a card for... This week ahead, a card that becomes our talesman on what we need to pay attention to. And so let's see. The card for this week is, oh, interesting. Listen deeply. And again, I am using the Angel Guide Oracle from Kyle Gray. I absolutely am loving these cards. And let's see what the book has to say. Angels are sending you guidance and inspiration through your powerful and resonant inner voice. Be ready to listen to that voice now. Listen to yourself. If you aren't able to hear yourself, you'll be blocking your connection to the information, insight, and guidance that can support you going forward. If you've been ignoring or avoiding dealing with something you feel that you've had to do for a long time, your angels are encouraging you to stop. Listen to yourself and do it now. Your expansion and growth depend on it. If you have received challenging information recently about your life from any source and you are unsure whether to believe it or not, this card assures you that it is pivotal to the unfolding of your freedom and joy. So listen deeply. The whispers of our inner voice are subtle and often take patience and willingness to hear them. Often this voice can seem intensely honest and direct, but that's because it wants us to hone in on the truth in order to grow. Often we don't like the truth the inner voice is giving us and refuse to listen, but all we are doing is blocking the guidance that is coming forward. The truth of the matter is that our inner voice is always working in our favor. Divine guidance is always loving and supportive. It will be direct and insightful but won't make us feel low. If you are unsure what information is guidance and what is based on fear or ego, call on angels to help you hear and understand the information that's rising up within. You can also invite them to clear old messages 
so that you have more space energetically for guidance that is relevant to the present moment. Oh, what a beautiful and encouraging card. Because if you think about it, your inner voice, that is your truth. That is your North Star. It will guide you to exactly where you need to go. But sometimes, in order to get there, that truth that it is speaking to you might be hard to hear. But it is really important to pay attention to it. Allow yourself space to really, truly hear what it is saying and follow it. Go for it. Lean into it. Know that it has your back and it will not steer you wrong. Oh, I would love, love, love to hear what is it your inner voice is telling you. How can you listen to it and then also lean into others and ask for help and support so that you can go where you need to go? Because remember, you don't have to do it alone. We are here together on this journey. Oh, I thank you so much for being here, for being a part of my community and supporting me along the way. It means the absolute world to me. If you are a mom, I wish you a beautiful, happy Mother's Day. Know how deeply loved you are and that you are an amazing mom exactly as you are. I will be back with a new episode, so stay tuned and have a wonderful week and we will talk soon.